Hello, I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. And we are... I Wanna, wanna wear, wear Your Skin! Hi. Hi. Hi, hi. Here we are. It's um, the end of September and it's like 95 degrees in my house. Yeah, but only in the room that we're recording in because that's just how it has to work. Yep. But it's fine because the world around us is also a trash fire. Yeah. Because um, right now... Women don't matter. Uh, we're, we're recording this like right in the middle day after aftermath of the Brett Kavanaugh uh, uh, whole panel interview. Yeah, yesterday was like his interview and today they were supposed to vote on his nomination and then um, Flake was like, I think we need an FBI investigation. So it's kind of up in the air at this point. Yeah. So, you know. By the way, we believe survivors, so we just want to let you know that. We're both pretty angry. Yeah. Uh, so, if we have random outbursts about that, no apologies Mm-mm. from me. No, it's time for men to do the work, so... Yeah. And it's funny, too, because, like, uh, I remember when we were first starting this podcast and I was kind of pitching this idea to this to our friends, that it would not only be, like, an entertainment, us shooting the shit podcast, but it would also be, like, us very, like, harshly criticizing these, like, really problematic behaviors that Lifetime slash Hallmark, whatever, likes to produce. And I remember, like, some people being like, oh, well, maybe it should just be funny or, like, political. And I feel like in these times... One, uh, I feel like it's been proven that you can do both. Yeah. But then two, uh, why should we not talk about shit that directly affects, like, us? And politics directly affects everybody. Like, politics is us deciding upon what rules make sense for our society, which means who matters, what matters, what are your values. Like, it's that's why politics and religion are such quote-unquote touchy topics because they are representations of what each of us believes to be true about the world. And when what you believe to be true is that a white dude getting drunk and raping someone in his high school years is just, like, a whatever thing... Oh, boys will be boys. You're a piece of shit. Like, I... That's it. And then also, like... If you're tuning in for the first time, hello, welcome. Welcome. If not, you definitely understand how absolutely completely absurd Lifetime is. And so then maybe you're thinking, who would possibly, like, take these movies seriously, take these characters seriously, and take these themes seriously? But we need to remind ourselves that there's actually a pretty large chunk of America that feels like these themes and this bullshit and the tropes that we talk about and the general stereotypes are true and real. Well, they do find themselves to be true a lot of the times. Like, they are representative of a lot of people in this country. Yeah. They're not wrong per se sometimes. Yeah. But the tropes that they're portraying as being, like, widespread beliefs about women and relationships are bullshit. Yeah. So that's why we're here, to talk about that shit and to, to really tear it down. brighten your day with our comedy. Uh huh. Are we comedians? <laughs> are or you, not? <laughs> are you fucking laughing yet? Ugh. 
My dogs are. Yeah, I mean, the dogs love us, and it's fine, and we're not going to quit. I mean, until we decide that we are, and then we will, and then whatever. Yeah, we're not going to quit while we're still doing it. Yeah, so <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if we were just like, I'm out, like, done. Bye. Bye. I don't want to talk about this movie, so see you I later. kind of, it was fun. It was a fun one. I mean, it kept us on our toes until the very end. Right? It's it true. Really did. And it it actually got two simultaneous shout screams out of both of us. When did we... Sh- I know it happened... When the car barreled through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was so tight. Right? It oh. was good. It was good. That made up for so many shitty things that have happened in a Lifetime movie. Yeah, because every Lifetime movie is an hour and a half long, and usually there is an hour and 29 minutes of just straight bullshit and one yeah. minute of sunshine, and that was yeah. our one minute. We'll get to it. We have some stuff to go through first. Yeah. So, first, uh... We'll let you know that our babe score right now is 1933. What? Wonderful year in this country. Oh, my God. Just kidding. I don't think it was. No. Um, but that means that we're so close to 2,000 babes. Which is fucking stupid. Nuts. That is stupid Thank you cool. all. That's awesome. Thank you. They're we so love close. you. We know that all of you are with us in Stand With Survivors, so... Thank you. Yeah. And we're 20% of the way of being bigger than Bieber, which is the only life goal I've ever had yeah. at this point, honestly. And since we're in our 30s, like, that's what we can achieve. That's I, it. That's I all just, we got. I just want to, like, go to a city and have, like, throngs of teenagers screaming my name. I No, I don't even want them to say our names. I just want them to be yelling, bigger than Bieber! Bigger than Bieber! Bigger than Bieber. We'll get there. Like, it just ends up being a, like, Bieber hate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, don't, yes. I mean, I don't know much about Justin Bieber. I, I don't need to spread hate about him. Uh, I'm he, just kidding. Yeah, I don't care enough about him. But I do want to be bigger feelings. than him. I mean, obviously. I mean, we already are, like, physically bigger than him. Oh, 100%. He's very He looks like he's a small man. I could hurt him. Oh, yeah. I would hurt him. Anyway, so now that we've talked about that, yeah, um, this movie is called The Cheerleader Murders. Ooh, yes, 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 yes. So good. It's from 2016. Mm -hmm. Um, The synopsis is a high school student whose father and sister were recently murdered three years ago begins her own investigation after two of her fellow cheerleaders are kidnapped. Well, they go missing. I mean, they don't know initially. Anyway, yeah, Um, she sets out on a rescue mission. But the killer may already be hot on her trail. Ooh. A little murder mystery kidnapping. And it was quote-unquote based on a true story, which we looked up. And it does appear to be um, kind of following these murders that happened in Dryden, New York in, like, the 90s, I think. Something like that, yeah. And... It, I mean, a lot of the things that happen in the movie are things that we read in the New York Times article about it, where these girls were, like, baby, or house-sitting or something, and then these two cheerleaders went missing, and they found them and, like, claimed it was in a dumpster, which these girls weren't found in a dumpster, I don't think, but... No. Um, there were certain similarities that we found. Yeah, they were varsity cheerleaders and super popular, and mm-hmm. it was uh, it was a big deal, so, so that's neat that it actually like 
That's a little, not accurate per se. But. No. But every, like, half of these movies open up with based on a true story, and it absolutely isn't. Yeah. So it is actually interesting when something tells the truth in a Lifetime movie. I read someone's review, though, that was like, I hope this isn't real because of the supernatural parts. And I was like, I mean, her but, seeing her dad, like, that's not, like, supernatural. No. It was, like, maybe a dream sequence. It totally like, was framed as, like, dream sequency stuff. Yeah. But it still would have been better if she was hallucinating the whole thing. Or if he was real. Or if he was real. If it was a ghost murder. Uh, the cheerleader murders featuring Ghost Dad. Oh. That would have been, been that would have been a good movie. Anyway. So in terms of people that are actually in this no fucking one. thing, there's no one. The main actress, her name is Samantha Boscarino. She plays the character Ellie. She was in a single episode of Parenthood. Actually, that might not be true. Maybe she was in Parenthood. But she was definitely... It was a single episode. Was it? Yeah. Of course it was. And a single episode of NCIS. And then this... She was a part of this movie trilogy that Jill and I was talking about earlier called God's Not Dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We saw... I, like, was driving past this Lutheran... Was it a Lutheran church? I don't know. It was a church... And they had on their marquee that they were going to be showing God's Not Dead 3. And I was like, I've never even heard of God's Not Dead 1 and 2. And she's been in one of those movies. And we watched the trailer for it. And I don't know. It didn't look that bad. I'm going to be I honest. thought it looked so bad. I, I thought it looked, it looked so bad. bad. First of all, if it Isn't takes it you... Jeff Bridges? Yes. Yeah. If it takes you three movies to talk about how God's Not Dead, then it sounds like you don't... Like, it, it sounds like you're trying to sell too much bullshit. 2,000 years for people to believe a woman? Yeah, I think it'd take more than okay. two movies to well, convince people that God's not dead. When we retire this podcast and they're making the 20th. Because God is a woman. What? Uh, I don't know, man. I think Isn't that a, a popular song right now? Is it? Is, I don't know. I don't even know how it goes. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you sang it to me and they're like I don't know how it goes I don't know I thought as I, I started singing that it would come to me but it didn't man you pulled like straight Kayla that was literally <laughs> what I fucking do Kayla's known for uh, singing the wrong words or just singing words yeah. while people are playing music but Chuck. it's not it's not even singing them it's like it's an angry hate shout and I just, like, point my face up to the ceiling. Or I awkwardly stare dead into their eyes when they're just trying to, like, have a nice time at a, playing a show. And I fucking ruin the vibe. It's what I miss most about playing shows is looking out and be like, what is she saying what, right now? What is? Because it's not the it's actual not what lyrics. I'm it's not It's not that. Um, I call them Kayla lyrics, and oh. it's fine, and it's not a big deal. And sometimes... I do have to say that they're funny. all of my lyrics are written down and accessible. I But why would Kayla lyrics use the correct <laughs> lyrics? Like, what's the point of Kayla lyrics you're if right. they're no, you're correct? Right. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. Right. I'm not, I'm anyway, not karaoke-ing over here. I'm just singing it incorrectly. Okay. So, the cheerleader murders. Okay, yeah. Let's get into this shit. It opens... Okay, so it opens almost where it seems like it's gonna be I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. And then it turns into Scream. Yeah. Very, like, almost to a T. Yeah. For at least a couple scenes. And it's definitely campy and fun, and it definitely has that yeah. that jive to it. Um, but it starts... It starts really aggressively, and the main girl is telling about... 
is talking about like this curse that follows her family, which I so wish was like an on-running theme throughout. the movie. I know, I as wish opposed that they were, to just this intro. I wish that they're they were actually talking about some sort of like witchcraft or something, right? Like some actual curse, like that, something happens that and and the town was cursed thereafter, and they had to break the curse. Yeah, but it never actually comes mm, up. No. Um, but yeah, so like this cheerleader dies in a car crash because she's drunk driving. Yeah. Then this dude at, like, prom dies because he's trying to take a selfie with a selfie stick while, like, hanging off of an overhang and then falls and dies. Which, like, that's not a curse. That's not a curse. That's just what happens when you're irresponsible. Like, if you're drinking and driving and you're visibly swerving around the road, that's not, that doesn't mean you're cursed. That means you made a really shitty decision and you're, you might die. Yeah. Like, so sorry, like, that sucks, but it's not a curse. Yeah, if you take a selfie against, like, the edge of a mountain or a building and you fall off, you're not cursed. And then what happens is that she pans in on her sister, who just broke up with her boyfriend, Uh and is like, she's like, it was just a normal breakup, like, nothing, it was just like a high school breakup, it was whatever, and the dude fucking comes into their house in the middle of the night with a shotgun. Yeah. She sees him and is like, uh, dad, dad. And dad doesn't hear her because he's two rooms away with the door closed. And then the dude goes into her sister's room and just like slowly walks in and shoots her and kills her. And then the dad comes out and then he shoots him. And then there, I don't know if he kills himself or what happens, but the mom yeah. and the sister are saved. Uh, and she's like, yeah, the curse. And it's like, no, that's a shitty dude. Yeah. That is not a curse. That is the patriarchy, and fuck that. That is abusive and entitled people. That's someone not handling a breakup in a normal way. Yep. Um, so that was actually probably the heaviest part of the movie. That was a lot. That was more horrifying than the entire plot. Yeah. So... Well, because what was the plot? Why did it... I don't... Anyway. So, three years later, we're at high school. Yeah, that's what recently (laughs) means in the synopsis. So, three years later, Ellie is a high school student and a cheerleader and she seems popular and happy and I would say adjusted, considering the circumstances. Um, and so you're introduced to her two best friends who are also cheerleaders and on the squad. And Morgan and Dee. Thank you for having their names. And then we also meet her football boyfriend. No, we meet Creepy Ben. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. So there's this dude who wears a black vest and they call him Creepy Ben. Because apparently all it takes to be creepy in Lifetime is wearing, like, a punk shirt and a cutoff vest, which means we're fucking creeps. Well, Everyone we know right. we're creeps. And... I guess it's not wrong. I guess not. Accurate stereotype. <laughs> so, uh, Creepy Ben approaches the three girls as they're walking down the hall, and he turns to one of her friends. I forget which. Is it Dee or is Morgan. it Morgan. And he goes, can I talk to you? She's like, well, I'm busy. I'm on my way to class. And then I have practice. And then blah, 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 blah. And then she I says, and then I know I'm going to be tired later. Yeah. So, AKA, no. She does not want to fucking talk to you, Ben. And Ben seems irritated by this. And so she's like, well, maybe tomorrow, like after third period, I'll have time. And then the coach of the football team walks up. And he, like, taps Ben on the shoulder. And he's like... We're, like, is, is, is everything, everything okay like, over here? Yeah, as if, like, something 
bad. As if he was, like, bothering them. And the girls don't seem distressed at all. Like, no. they seem like they're just having a conversation. Like, in the hallway, no big deal. And uh, everyone's like, yeah, we're fine. And then he goes to bed and he's like, weren't you going to the principal's office? Uh, okay. I don't know why. Yeah, so Ben slinks off. And then in the background, we see a bunch of football players kind of, like, goofing off. And one of them's like, oh, hey, Ellie, it's your boyfriend. The super cute football player. Yeah. Yay. Who, anyone that knows us, he looks like a preppy Drew from the crack. <laughs> he does. If Drew uh, got a pretty sick tan and liked playing football... And liked wearing Canadian tuxedos. Then, it could be him. Yeah. So, Drew started in the movie, y'all. Anyway, Say, um, then, uh, Ellie goes home, and she's like, Mom, I should just stay at home with you, and her mom's like, no, you should, like, have friends and, like, go do shit with your life, like. Her mom's kind of, like, not wanting to enable her to just stay home all the time. Yeah. And so she goes and goes to this, like, girls' night study date at Morgan's with Morgan and Dee. And, oh, it was Dee that he was talking to. Was it? Yeah. I, I honestly didn't even write down either of their names. Morgan's so. the one that looks like a young care. Lindsay Lohan. Dee's the super short one. Anyway. And you don't care about either of them. No, because why would you? Because no. they just keep, they're like, oh, have you had sex with your boyfriend yet to Ellie? And she's like, no. And they're like, slut. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, if you have sex with him, you're a slut. And then they start at, which is like fine and normal, right? Like that's like totally fine. Like any, any girl that, you know, like, I don't know, wears jeans and talks to a boy is a fucking slut. Well, right. yeah. I mean, duh. Yeah, obviously. Like, just don't be a whore. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. But I do feel like we have to say this every fucking movie. If you are an independent individual with agency over your body that qualifies you as being a slut, and we are pro-sluts, and fuck you, I'm a slut, you're a slut, get the fuck over it. Keep being sluts! Keep being sluts! I feel like... Stop using it derogatorily. Like, I, stop. I feel like I've had to literally, like, explain that every movie for five movies because that insult attempted insult has just been like thrown around like that's just fine and cool and what else did they they're like so then they were targeting the other friend whose house it was be like why was like why did creepy ben like want to talk to you and she's like well i got drunk a couple times and i made out with him and it was a mistake but i was drunk which is like uh, once again we're all like what the what the f- what actually happened yeah like do you like him what how drunk were you was it yeah. an okay situation she's very like flippant about it yeah and she well she keeps also referencing herself as like queen of the school as like oh, as like yeah. the popular the most popular girl in the school and they're all just okay with it which is whatever like, yeah fine but i mean i'm sure at that age and their situation they were all feeding into it and then to deflect away from Ben, they turn on the other friend and it's just like, so what's going on between you and coach? She's like, who's apparently the coach for every team at the school. I guess so. I guess so. And because I guess this girl's been texting back and forth with the fucking football coach, which 
I don't, that's weird. I don't care if it's about homework or cheerleading or whatever that's inappropriate. You should not be texting. I students. knew my uh, theater teacher in high school, and I don't think I texted her once unless it was something like, "Can you pick something up from the store for class?" Like, yeah, there was never. Even though I would consider her a friend, like that's just so inappropriate. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an it's incredibly inappropriate. Uh, just so many power dynamics there. So, this obviously irritates their friend who's defensive. Well, she defensive. gets really, like, quiet about it. Yeah. She's like, no, 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 no. And we definitely think that there's something going on there. Yeah. But it's never really flushed out. Yeah. Um, and then... The weird rabbit. She sees the weird rabbit on the table. Yeah, it's like a rabbit carving out of wood, and it's painted. It's a little creepy looking. It's I like a little it. creepy. It's a little cute. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. I'd have a feel. Um, and then Ellie turns to her friend and is just like, oh, well, she just loves older guys and the coach, yeah. so she has daddy issues. Yeah, which is like, what? But then to that, the girl responds with, at least I have a dad. Sick burn. Sick burn. Not cool. No. So Could you not, fucking imagine if your dad was murdered three years ago? In your house in front of you. Uh, and then so someone bad. was like, at least I have a dad. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Fuck. So Fuck. Ellie so is bad. obviously hurt and upset. And she decides to leave and go home. And she's like, no, it's fine. I'm just I'm going home. She tried like her friend tries to apologize, kind but like of. But, like, very weakly, and honestly, like, who cares in that moment? You're probably too upset to hear it. So she gets on her bicycle and uh, takes off. It's dark out, and she sees, like, a creepy old Lincoln parked on the street, and then she catches a glimpse of a guy with a hoodie on, like, standing on on the sidewalk, which is red flag number one, and she kind of, like, gives him that side eye and then just, like, keeps on biking, and then... You can see in the silhouette from the lights on the street that he crosses the street towards the house that she just came from. Keeps riding. Keeps riding. Which, I mean, I, I get that. Like, Oh, I wouldn't turn around and be like, no. hello, stranger man wearing a hoodie Where when it's going? not raining. Where are you going? Can I go too? Yeah, hi. Want to be my friend? I'm a slut. I'm a slut with daddy issues. My dad's dead. God. Like, do you want to come to my house and talk about that? What a pickup line. It's fine. I'm going to try it tonight. Then uh, the girls are missing from school. They don't show up to school the next day. Yeah. There's supposed to be a football game, and they're cheerleaders. They don't show up to that, which was in the New York Times article about the actual girls that were murdered. Yeah. So that was apparently real. Um, and Ellie is kind of like whatever about it until after the game. She's like, I need to go see what's going on. Like, where are they? They should have showed up. Um, and she goes to whoever's house. I think it was Morgan's house. Yeah. And she walks in and like everything's kind of disheveled, like, the fingernail polish is knocked over, and things are weird, and then she goes upstairs, and there's blood all over the shower, there's, like, a handprint, there's blood all over the bathroom. Oh, yeah, it's a murder scene, like, So she calls the cops, and they show up, um, and then Morgan's dad, who Kayla wants to fuck hella hard. Dude, he's such a dill. He's really weird, though. But, I mean, his daughter just 
died. Yeah, so you're going to so. act a little weird, but, you know, he hot. He was, like, sniffing her cheerleading costume in the back of his car. Yeah, I'd call him daddy. That was fucking weird. <laughs> Hi, daddy. Gross. You're disgusting. <laughs> Slut. Slut. <laughs> Maybe I have daddy issues. <laughs> Oh, lifetime. And okay. I like a dude with good hair and a good beard. Those are those are two so, things that I would look for in dads. I thought you were going to be like, I like a dude with daddy issues. <laughs> I, like, ah! I, I like a dude with daddy issues. That's, um, hey, if Brian ever leaves me, that is on my Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listen, we're not, like, shaming people with daddy issues, like, obviously. No. It's just, it was a weird thing to say as, like, a funny joke to your friend. Like, what the fuck? Um, so, (laughs) then I just wrote, dude finds a foot. Uh, yes. there's some dude running on the side of the highway. Because that's where joggers jog. In, like, the foothills of California, and he just... Stops to take a breath and glances over the ravine and then sees a foot. Like, it's fucking weird. Almost cinematic. It is. Almost like like someone wrote a script about it. So close. Yeah. Uh, And then, so they find out that Morgan's dead. The body is hers. Yeah. Ellie feels responsible. Sure. Um, And then... She sees a bunny in her house, and I think that's why they, like, call the cops and are like, what the fuck? Yeah, so that's when she starts to feel like like something is happening and, and, and targeting these, and they it's and the, they just can't explain it. Because it's the same bunny. Domino. <laughs> it's the same bunny, and when she asked, when she was at Morgan's house, she's like, where did this come from? Morgan's like, oh, I don't really know. It just, like, was there. And then at her house, she's like, Mom, did you get this? She's like, no, I don't know where that came from. So they're like, what the fuck? Like, they're the only two people that live there. Yeah. Um, so the FBI gets in- I, I actually don't know why the FBI We don't know why, involved, and it's not explained. And they are just- They shouldn't like, be. It's just weird. Anyway. Um, so they go to the police station, and the coach is being investigated there. Yes. Um, and Ellie can hear the conversation because he's being interviewed with the door open and she's waiting in the office next door. I mean. Just intensely unprofessional. I'm not a cop, but that's dumb. No. Like, I know, like, cops are 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 cra- crazy problematic in real life. Right. But in Lifetime, it just, they just ramp it up. Like, it's it's literally like every police department is just run by the Three Stooges in every one of these movies. Um, then she gets a text while she's there from, like, I think another cheerleader. It doesn't really say. Yeah. It just says, the killers want all of us. And then that never gets addressed again. Yeah, like, what? So, I don't know. This would have been a good moment to talk about the curse. Nope. But no, Mm -hmm. we're never going to talk about the curse again. again. Don't bring it up. Um, so then they ask her, like, just uh, super brief questions, like, she actually fell asleep waiting in the office because it took them so long to be interrogating the coach. And then when they woke her up, they were like, oh, hey, yeah, we don't know what anything's about. Uh, let's keep your phone. We'll, we'll trace where this text came from. Because I think it came from an unknown number. I think that was another was text. Was that another that was text? Later. Okay, yeah, never mind. That was when she got the one from the unknown number that was like, 
you you survived the last one, but not tonight. Or You're right. Like so they essentially just wake her up and send her home. They don't even really they ask, ask her, her something, but it wasn't anything like worth. It was like something really stupid that didn't matter. I yeah, don't know. like they could have just called her. And um, asked her. Oh, um, totally. And so then she's back. And they home. were like, her mom was like, "Can I go in with her?" And they were like, "No." Yeah. Which, by the way, parents of children that are not in custody and being asked to be interviewed when a cop says no to interviewing your child, you absolutely have the right to go back with them. Like, don't that believe dumb. that. Um, so then she's back at home. She's in a room. She's studying. She's listening to some music. She's having a her night. And all of a sudden, we see the curtains moving. Is that right? Yeah. No, first, she questions Ben about being there that night. She sees him in the hallway at school. Oh. It's, re- it's a really short scene right before that one. Oh, I wrote it as before. Yeah. I she just questions him, wrong. and she's like, God why were you... Radar. I know, it's really bad. Uh, she was like, why were you there that night? He's like, why were you there? And she's like, because they're my fucking friends. Like, what are you talking about? And then... Uh, she's like, well, I'll go to the police if you don't answer me. And he's like, go ahead. You're just a crazy bitch with PTSD, which is like, whoa, dude. Uh, but he also he's does. He's going through some shit. He is. But he also says that he was not there. Yeah. Like, he's just like, I wasn't there. I don't know what you're talking about. Because she thinks that he's the guy in the hoodie. But he was there because he left that bunny. He was there, I mean, I but that was earlier. Before. Yeah, because that bunny was already there before their study party. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so then... Then we would go into a scene from Scream, like straight yes. out of Scream. Go ahead, Kayla. Oh, uh, so this is where she's having she's having that chill study night in a room, listening to music, being cool. She's not wearing a large nighty. She like, is not though. Was, but um, okay. and uh, all of a sudden we see her like bedroom curtains moving. Meanwhile, her house is supposedly under police surveillance for <laughs> their protection. She asks him, like, how'd you get past the police? And he's like, patient. Yeah, because it's her fucking boyfriend. Instead of calling or texting and being like, hey, I'm going to come over and check on you. Or can I come over and check on you? No, I'm just going to scale the side of your house and break in through your window and terrify you. I mean, that's he's fine. her boyfriend. Like, that's his right. I mean, there's a killer on the loose. Fine. We've already had... A, They're not on curfew yet. A dude break into your house and murder your family members, but it's fine. I'm so this was fine. where Kayla and I started to believe that the boyfriend was the killer. Yes, 100%. Um, oh, and then she gets pissed because she's like, I just need to, like, think about some stuff. Like, this is a lot for me. It's the first time that she ever really acknowledges that, like, this is hard for her. <laughs> right. Most like, of the time, she's like, I fine. I have one dead friend and one missing friend and I might be going through some life shit right now. And he's like pissed about it as What's-His-Face was in Scream. Yes. And he's like, we'll enjoy your space. (laughs) And then leaves. And crawls back through the window. He's like, thanks, that's what I wanted. With no fucking cop noticing coming or going. So why are they they even there? Well, and she does, it's like an apartment and her window is floor level and it's on like the back side of the house so like they they would have to be back there like there isn't surveillance there no so to say that she would be safe at all is like not whatever anyway um then she confronts the coach because she wants to know something she's like well what about, like, you and Morgan? And he's like, what about us? Nothing was happening. And then he answers just like Brett Kavanaugh, <laughs> and she's like, well, but what's going on? He's like, 
listen, I really cared about your friends, and I hope that everything's okay with them. Bye. Yeah, and he's just like, I like all of your friends. He doesn't answer her question at all. He just, like, deflects to make himself look good. Hi, Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, so we we still don't know what he was texting, why he was texting. We what, never learned, What the, the communication was going on. Oh, don't know. Just the oh, fact no. that it's, oh, no. it happened, oh, and it no. probably shouldn't have. <laughs> oh, sweet boy. He can't back up. No. He can't be cornered in spaces. Oh, you're pretty fucking adorable. He's like, yeah. Um, then she gets a note in her locker. She opens up her locker, and it's something like, you don't know anything, don't go to the cops. D- yeah, and he says, kill like, you or don't like talk to your mom. It's all in caps. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> all in caps, in case you in case you didn't know. Um, and she puts it in her, in her backpack slash purse, and she goes and finds her boyfriend who's in class, and it just so happens that he's sitting next to Creepy Ben, and... Her boyfriend is also wearing what Jill pointed out quite aptly was a Canadian tuxedo. Oh, yeah, he is. Jean on Jean on Jean. And at that, it's jorts. Oh, it is. It is a Canadian jorts. No. 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 But also, she, like, shows up in the door, because she has a nightmare in class. Yeah. And then she's like, I must tell him. And so she goes to his class and just goes in the doorway, and he's like, I guess I'll leave Yeah, class. I'm going to leave just, in the middle of this lecture. It's fine. He doesn't even, like, excuse himself. He just walks out. <laughs> like, the teacher's like, hi, we're still doing this? Yeah, I... <laughs> apparently this... It's funny. The schools lacks on rules. These cops don't know what they're doing. Ugh, there's no authority. There's no town. authority. Um, then Ellie... Oh. Then she has the nightmare during class, and she, uh, like stays after to talk to this one female teacher and she realizes she sees her making sex eyes to the coach basically yeah and she's like oh you like the coach and she's like what and she's like but you're married and the lady's like don't tell anybody nobody knows she's like morgan must have known that's what this is about but like if morgan knew why would she be texting the coach that she knew that she was having an affair. But also, co- like, what? This was just there to, like, throw us off the track. Yes. Because yeah. there was no resolution with that at all. And in the end of the movie, she hugs that teacher and it's just like, exactly. it's okay. It's fine. You're I just. I don't want to tell your husband. You're just a cheater. It's Which is fine. I mean, it's, she doesn't need to get I involved. I mean, we, like, we don't know the specifics of their relationship, maybe. I don't it's know open. anything about it. But anything. with how embarrassed and angry and afraid she was in that moment, it made it pretty clear that she was fucking not in an open relationship. Oh, yeah. Um, then she uh, realizes that the note is gone because she was trying to show her boyfriend the note, and it's yeah. no longer in her backpack. And then she sees that she has a text, and it says... Something like, you got away, but not again. Like, it won't happen again. Ooh-hoo-hoo. And it's from an unknown number. So then she goes home, and she's like, Mom, will you make me chicken piccata? And her mom's like, yeah, let's go to the store. She's like, no, no, will you make me chicken piccata? Yeah, I'm sleepy. You cook dinner after work and serve it to me and go shopping. But what she means is, can you leave the house so that I can escape and then go question someone I think may have murdered my friends? Yeah. And just, you know, see what happens. Like, I'm a detective. I've watched a lot of Veronica Mars. (laughs) It's fine. So she goes Oh, excuse me. She oh, that's goes, my first sneeze on the podcast. It is. It is. Oh. I when I had the 
hiccups. Yes, I loved that. Your hiccups are so cute. Okay, sorry that. Um, so she goes to Ben's house because she thinks that he's the one, the killer. It, not the one for her. <laughs> the one. But what a fun ending. Um, <laughs> what if that was? That would be amazing. Uh, and she meets his mom, and his mom is the best character in the whole fucking movie. Yes. She is on top of her shit. In the midst of grief. Like, she's amazing. Yeah, so, like, she's calling through the window, and she's like, Hey, is Ben home? And she's like, no. And she's like, oh, I'm a friend of, I'm a friend of Ben's. And she goes, Ben doesn't have friends. No, she says, I'm in a sociology class. And she's like, he doesn't take sociology. Yeah, but then she also says that he does not Did have friends. Yes. Oh, I, I was like, that. damn, mom. She knows what's up. Fuck. She knows her son. I remember reading She's like, that his name couch. is Creepy just, Ben, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Do you, have you not met my fucking son? And so, yeah, she totally does the whole, like, my son doesn't even take sociology sociology what the fuck and she essentially just like tells her to go away and she uh, even says like yourself. she even says like i know what you little bitches do to my son at school like even yeah. uses the word bitches like because obviously she knows what's up yeah and creepy Ben has obviously been ostracized by these people his entire high school experience and they're living That's in obvious. a trailer so i'm sure that like that adds to the stress and yeah. like he's kind of outside of town and, like, it just kind of sucks for this kid, it sounds like. Like, everyone calls him Creepy Ben. No one wants to talk to him. He just wants to be friends with everybody. So, like, the cops show up, and they question him, and he's like, yes, I did put those rabbits in your houses. Well, I- yeah, because c- when she was yelling at the mom through the screen, oh, yeah, she, she saw them. she sees all, all these carved rabbits that are what they had in their house. And he's like, I did put those in there, but, like, I didn't hurt anybody. I did write you that note because I thought you were going to go to the cops and, like, get me in trouble and I didn't do anything. But I took the note back because I didn't, I felt bad about it. And his mom's like, I know he didn't kill them because we were at his grandma's memorial that day. Like, she just died. And everyone's kind of like, ugh. Sorry, creepy Ben. Yeah. Do you think he wore... A black vest to the funeral? Yes. Yeah, I do too. No, I I bet that he just, like, wore a nice shirt. I bet that he, like, dressed nice. I bet he doesn't seem like he's so defiant. He just, like, that's his style. Yeah. I just, I just feel like he is every stereotypical, like, Midwest small town punk boy. Yeah. Even though, like, we think this movie was supposed to be made in California. It was. They had California plates on the cars. But it it just, everything felt like a small town in this movie. Well, it could be a small town in California. I guess that is true. It definitely seemed like Northern California, like, like, Ventura, like, I don't know, Eureka sort of area. Like, it could have been some, like small town over there. Oh, well, that trailer could have been in my hometown, Eureka, 100%. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so it's not him, he's not the killer, and she basically just fucked his life over again. Um, then, for some reason, Nicholas, her boyfriend, is like, so, Morgan's Memorial's next weekend, and you should go, we should go together, like, as if it's some sort of fucking date, and she's like, maybe, so sweet. (laughs) He's like, I really think it would be good for you. 
First of all, Nicholas, don't fucking tell me what would be good you for me and my dead friend. Also, what are you wearing? Are we coordinating? Yes, matching. Um, and then she almost immediately texts him and is like, mm, "I'm going by myself," which is a constant in this movie. <laughs> like she is, she's is 100% always making plans with this fucking kid, and then at the very last minute, being like, "Hey, I'm gonna go try and find this murder on my own. I'll see you later. Maybe I don't know. I'll text you. Don't need you. Bye. Bye. Um. So then. She goes to the memorial, which it, it, it's not a memorial. Someone just made a thing on the side of the road yes. near where her body was found. Yeah. Um, and people were just, like, coming by and giving their respects or whatever. Yeah. I thought it was, like, a service, but it's not. Uh, but she goes there, and she sees Morgan's dad, who, again, Kayla really wants to Doof. fuck. He's Dude. very awkward with her. Oh, He's like, you're very lucky you're alive and you left the house. And it's like, ugh. And his beautiful hair is flowing in his face and his beard is shining in the sun. Backs up that Audi like no <laughs> other. Um. <laughs> cool dudes only drive backwards. It's, 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 it's sexy okay. when a man only That's drives gonna backwards. That's going to be our bumper yeah. sticker. Cool dudes only drive backwards. <laughs> he did. He literally like backed he up for a hundred feet. There was so much room to turn around. Anyways, it doesn't matter. He's you were gonna have like fucking cold the sack sort of. Anyway, he's gorgeous. He knew whatever the he fuck he wants in that in that Audi. So then she sees that creepy car again that she saw the night that they died or they were taken, whatever. And she follows it because you know when you're 16, why the fuck not? Uh, and she just keeps following it. And then it, like, parks at some house in the middle of fucking nowhere. And she's like, that seems like a good idea. I can find out what's going on over here. No. First of all, no. Don't. 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 Oh, my God. No. Like, I know that, that I, like, I will, I'm not someone that's, like, call the cops. This is where you call the cops. Somebody. You like, gotta call somebody. You, like, uh, it doesn't need to be the cops, honestly, because they're not doing their job. No. Maybe the fire department. But I don't know. I don't know. Your mom, like, I don't know. The DILF, like, uh, someone. Text Just that coach. We know he has plenty of, of, of texting data. He does. <laughs> Logic. I mean, come on, Ellie. Like, do not go to this house by yourself. I don't feel safe in my own house by myself. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, here's this masked man going into an abandoned house. I think I'm gonna go in, too. Fuck you, Ellie. No. Fuck you. And listen, like, it shouldn't be the burden of people to not get themselves murdered. Like, no. it should be on murderers to not murder people. 100%. However, this is a situation that's just like, just don't. Just don't. Don't. Just yeah. do it. I yeah. don't know, just don't. Um, so, but she does. And uh, she breaks into the house by picking up a shovel and breaking the glass window and uh, whatever. And then she, like, <laughs> here, it's a very, it's an empty house, but there are leaves along the perimeter of every single Everywhere. Room that don't look like any of the trees that no. are outside. And it's a fully shut house. She had to break a window to get I, in. It was I, weird. It's bizarre. She hears someone kind of crying, which seems unlikely because it had been, like, weeks and like, yes. I mean, maybe she heard her walking, I guess. Oh. Anyway. And also, so, she's in the basement. I don't know how she could possibly hear her. I don't know. So she, so, like, instantly finds the latch to go to the basement. 
and or like cellar is that what you would call it? It's I, a, I don't know what you I call those know. things. Anyway, she goes down there and D is there and she looks like a goddamn zombie. She does. Like she doesn't look like she's been beaten bad or she looks like a zombie. It's yeah. fucking weird. Um and she's like, You gotta help me and then they get all of her like ties off and she starts they run from this murderer. The murderer shows up. And they escape him from the house, and then they get to, like, some orange fields. And for some reason, her car is not right out front like she parked no, it. No, but also, <laughs> there's a first scene where they are running towards the car, and they are 30 feet away. And then there's a second scene where that car disappears, and it's actually 100 feet away down a valley. It's weird. Like, it's insane. And so they, like... Tumble down this valley on accident, get to the bottom, and look at each other and like, we should split up. Let's meet at the car that you have not yet seen where it is. Yes, and Ellie even goes, meet me at the car, and then just, and just runs. it. Like, and Dee's like, okay. All right. If I go the opposite way down this field, I'll find it. I guess. She does. But it's too late, and the murderer catches her and literally stabs her in the back on the car with Ellie in it. Yeah, so instead of Ellie driving the car towards her friend, who the murderer is literally six inches behind her, or even swerving to try and kill the the guy who's chasing after it, she just sits in her car and watches her friend get chased down. Come on! Could you? I know you're hurt, but could you run faster? You're you're so Listen, close. I don't have much gas left. We gotta go. Yeah, I don't have any cash. <laughs> <laughs> My mom doesn't know I took her car. I gotta get home. She got like twenty minutes before she's back from the store. Yeah. So um, literally, <laughs> he stabs her on the car, and she oh, drives uh, off. Uh, which at first I'm like, okay, yeah, get get yourself some distance. But then I'm like, hit that fucking reverse, and kill him. Drive With like a your three-ton fucking car. Nope. She just books it. She leaves the scene. She goes to the cops, and they're dicks. Like, okay, granted, she did not make a lot of good choices, but she's also 16. Like, yeah. she's gone through a lot of trauma. I can't imagine be like, we're talking shit, but, like, I also can't imagine being in her position. I'm no. sure that, like, there's not a good decision to make. No. No matter what you do, some shit's gonna go down, like whatever and also it just happened and these cops are like why did you go in that house and it's like dude i get it but like yeah give her a day like, <laughs> like obviously she also fuck. has this hero complex because she feels guilty about the fact that her sister was killed because she was too scared to leave her room right. and like get her dad with a guy with a shotgun i mean jesus yeah you know so like she has this hero complex where like she like wants to be active in finding her friends and i respect that and i get that and yes yeah, she's 16 but also, you probably got your friend killed. So, I don't know. So, the cops, but the cops berating her is not going to make oh, any of that Oh, but that's, that's, like, that's going like, to not... That, yeah, absolutely. And also, these cops didn't fucking find her. Ellie did. So, maybe they should have shut the fuck up. Yeah, she right? found them. They should have been the ones to find that dude. And that's actually what cops do in these kind of situations where there's a memorial set up. Is that that's where you would be? They'll have an undercover cop there right. to try and see any like out of the norm folks and follow people. Because so, murderers, especially like serial killers, will go back to the scene of the crime. Yeah. So that would be the ideal place, and was and it was the ideal place. Yeah. Anyway. 
So then um, she has this really weird conversation with Nicholas, like, the next day. And they're, like, talking about how her friend was murdered on her car in front of her. And then they just yes. make out. And it's like... Well, that's what you do. Is it? That's what I do with the DILF. Nice. Yeah. Like, um, hey, I'm so sorry about your dead daughter. You want to tongue punch each other? Yeah. Yeah. And your Audi going And your Audi going backwards. Um, then she gets annoyed with her mom. Oh, Nicholas is like, uh, she like, she like drew a picture of the car that she had seen. And he's like, what's that? And she's like, oh, that's the, that's the car that I keep seeing. That's where the, the killer's car. And he's like, I have to go. The curse is following me. Yeah. She's like, what? And that's where we started to question if he was the killer. Yeah. Um, and then she gets this text from D. Dead D. Dead D. That says, you couldn't save me. And she's like, what the fuck? Who has her phone? Um, and so she shows the cops, and they're like, you need to get out of town. And so she goes to say goodbye to Nicholas, and they go to his house, and um, she goes into his room, and he has all these pictures right on top of a heater, which is just yeah, like, Yeah, not smart. Um... But she sees all these photos, and one of them is on the ground, and it's a picture of him with that car. She's like, what? What's happening? And then they go downstairs, and somehow the cops show up, and they search his room, and they find this bag with the murder weapon and other shit in it, and they're like, Nicholas. And a phone. That's right. Like a burner phone. And they're like, Nicholas, what is this? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. And his dad's like, Nicholas, what the fuck? And he's like, I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking know. know, man. Like, that's not my shit. So they take him to jail. Uh, then Nicholas commits suicide while he's in jail. Super sad. Which, uh, Ellie shows up to jail to go say something to him. And... They didn't even notice until she gets there. So she just sees, finds another person dead. Like, really fucking traumatic. Inept cops. Oh, my God. Maybe this is the most realistic part of the movie. Totally. Yeah. It's, I, So then she, like, goes to see his dad because she feels really bad. She's like, I just, like... Like, I'm sorry for everything that you're going through. And he's like, thanks, this is really hard. And then he, oh, like, that's so creepy. He's like, you know what I need right now? A hug. Uh, 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 no, sorry, I have daddy issues. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I'm but sorry. she, like, kind of just, like, has her arms out while he hugs her. Yeah. Then he goes away, and she looks over, and she sees Dee's phone, and she starts calling it to, like, confirm, and that's the phone, and he sees her calling it, and they both look at each other, and she's like, fuck. And he's like, girls like you is what's wrong with this world. Do you think you can do anything you want? And it's like, okay, what did she do that indicated yeah. she was doing whatever the fuck she like, wanted? She like, dated your son. She went to school. They liked each other and were like nice to each other. Like she was on the cheerleading squad. She went through a very traumatic experience three years ago. I, like, yeah, they, like there was nothing what? indicating that they were mean girls aside from them, like you know, calling each other slut, like saying shitty things yeah. to each other. 
And, like, yeah, they called that guy Creepy Ben. Like, they did, like, high school shit that isn't okay, but there was nothing, like, overly... No. They weren't, like, going after... They didn't even... They weren't even shitty to Ben to his face. They were just, no. like, weird to him. Yeah. I mean, maybe they were, but there was nothing indi- indicative in the movie of them being, like... Yeah, bullies yeah, they, or mean girls or they just like, didn't set it up for like this whole like oh well she was an evil popular ch- cheerleader who tortured people and this guy had a fucking bone to pick with those kind of people they didn't even set it up like they were so well liked like yeah that one girl said that she was the queen of the school but you didn't that even see them shit. with other students like yeah. there's no indication that anyone gave a fuck about yeah them. i mean you can say whatever you want this means that i'm the queen of england uh, Me too. I know I, all the lyrics of every song I've ever sang. Okay, well, Kayla, that's a lie. Well, okay. Right. Yeah, well, um, but <laughs> <laughs> but then okay, so in this kicks off the best shit in a lifetime movie I've yes. ever seen. She, uh, he's like coming towards her like he's gonna hurt her or something, and she sees that Dee's phone is behind him. Yeah. She calls it, so he his attention goes behind him and then she fucking chucks her cell phone at his face and like breaks his nose. Yes, it's great. Which is tight. Then she runs outside and gets on her bike which just like, I'm so uncoordinated that it's so unlikely that that could happen to me. No, I'd die right then. Uh, but she gets on her bike and starts riding away, and he's fucking Superman and like catches up in five minutes. It's wild. But she keeps running, and her mom shows up and, like, swerves the car and just straight up hits the dude. Oh, my God. Just Just flies over the windshield and the hood and the roof, like, drops into a ditch, is coughing up blood very theatrically. Yeah. And then... It's not viscous. And then, what, what was she saying to him? I remember I what he remember. said. I was so excited like, by the scene. Yeah, like, she bent over, and I don't know, maybe she was just checking on him, and he, like, gurgles in his blood, go to hell. It was good. It was really, really good. No, I think she said to him, go to hell, because I remember being like, yeah, I mean, duh, like, oh, he's I on his wrong. way. I, was, I wrote it down They might have both said it, I don't they know. They might have. Who the fuck knows? Either way, he is going to hell, if there is a hell, uh, and that was a tight ending to the movie. That was it. Like, nothing else happened, right? Okay. No, I think there was a brief scene where the cop goes back to that abandoned house because he sees on video surveillance that a lady showed up there. That was before... That's how he found out that the dad was the killer. That yeah. was before that uh, she shows up to his house. Yeah, and that was like going on while that I was all happening. That. Oh yeah, because yeah, he like show he sees that something's going on there, and it's uh, the dad's sister. Yeah, and she's like, he's like, oh, you're Don Jackson's sister, and she's like. That's not his last name. That's just like a persona that he's come up with, and apparently they had been moving around. Consistently, he had like assaulted some girls when they were when he was like a while ago, and they had like come out against him, and then he was like pissed ever since then, even though he did that. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed like he had some other shit going on, but they didn't flush it out that much. Yeah, but we think maybe that's that's why um, Nicholas committed suicide was because 
when he took off to home to be like, the curse is following me, he also was just like, I can't believe it's happening again. Mm -hmm. So we think that maybe there was some embarrassment, shock. We don't, we don't know. Hard to say. Yeah, hard to say because once again, Lifetime leaves us with more questions than answers and so many untied resolutions yeah. that we don't know. But this know. was a fun one. I'll say it, that. It was fun. I mean, we literally watched an asshole get murdered with a car. It was great. Which I'm all about. Yeah. The cell phone to the face. Also And good. how much he bled from that was just... So much. So much. It was a lot. Yeah. Jill's giving the okay symbols to those of you who aren't our Patreon subscribers and can't see it. Um, How many fleece blankets would you give it? Shit. A solid three and a half. All right. Yeah, I think the thing for me was, is that, like, when it opened up talking about a curse, I actually wanted there to be some kind of curse that gets broken. I agree. You know, so when it just turned out to just be, like, this dude's dad who didn't like women with personalities... Right. I was like, oh, okay. So it's just like real life. Yeah. Okay. So this is just it's, like, it is a cool. It's fine. Uh, where's the fucking curse? So yeah, I'll give it three. three the curse point, of the patriarchy. The curse of the patriarchy. So yeah, so 3.5 fleece blankets. It wasn't the worst acting. It wasn't the worst plot. It was fun. But also, it just wasn't the movie that I wanted it to be. No. Like, it led me on. Yeah. I'd give it four. I had a good time. I mean, I, I just remember the Dilf. I'd give it point five fleece blankets for the Dilf. You'd give it three for the Dilf. You'd give yeah. it all of it for the Dilf. Seven fleece blankets Dang. for the Dilf. Our first seven Our fleece first blankets. seven. <laughs> She's got that curly hair. We're going to have to look up what else that dude's been in and then watch all of his movies. I bet it's just like, you know. D- what if he's been in porn? Well, that's my, my day's been made, but I'm Done. sure he's just in a bunch of fucking Hallmark movies called, like, Jaded Temptations, uh, Secret Paradise of Hell, Purple Diamond, uh, The Lost Scarf. <laughs> Is that about Oprah or something? I don't know. I don't know. Well, this was all right. It's, it was it was better than the cruise ship murder. God. Deadly Honeymoon. I would never watch that again. Man, Deadly Honeymoon what just fucking sucked. This was a, you know, I had Deadly to... Honeymoon reminded me of reality shows, but like in such a scripted, disgusting way. I I believe you. And I'm not li- listen. I know that that happens on reality shows. I'm not like I'm not like distancing reality shows from being scripted. Oh no. I'm just saying. You're just saying. Like it's zipper is showing. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I mean, and in comparison. Deadly Honeymoon was a one fleece blanket, and in comparison, this would probably be a five. Like, yeah. if you had to hold the two oh. side by side. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're night and day. Night and day. They're they're o- ocean and mountain. For sure. With Anyways. cheerleaders. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we're watching next, but we it'll be great. Do. I don't know about um, that. Thanks for listening, all 1,933 of you. Fucking crazy, man. Um, Fucking crazy. Subscribe to our Patreon so you can see me making the okay symbol. And, uh... Also, Kayla will put her feet Yeah, sign up for other perks, like you get to sit in and watch and interact with us um, through uh, a Facebook Live event when we watch the movies. 
you can pay to have me put my feet in spaghetti. But really, the the outcome that we're hoping for the Patreon is we want to get your merch. We want to get koozies. We want to make those stickers. bumper stickers now, right? Yeah. Uh, all the cool guys drive backwards. All the cool guys drive backwards. Dilf, dilf, dilf. Uh, just saying. Um, but yeah, you know. But if you can't, if you can't spare. Uh, two bucks a month, which is our lowest tier on Patreon. Uh, please, at the very least, leave us a review. Yes, please. Yeah, because that's uh, that is how we cheat the algorithm to get new listeners and new subscribers. Because we're fucking weird and we want to spread our weirdness. We really do. Yeah, we want more people to experience it. So if you could help us out with that, that would just be amazing. Really um, so we'll see you next time. Sure. Yeah, I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. And we are. I, I wanna, wanna wear, wear your skin. skin. Bye. Bye.